Well, hello, YouTube. So, a lot of you been bugging me. A lot of drama in USPSA going on lately. You guys are chomp, chomp, chomping at the bit for an update. Luckily, I have just such an update. Um, so, I think a week or 10 days ago, some parts of a memo allegedly written by the Area 1 director were circulating online. Turns out, that memo is incomplete. I have the whole thing. So, we're going to go through it together. We're going to compare it against some uh, other statements made by board members and kind of talk about what this is, what this means, and that sort of thing. Because you guys wanted an update in the war on the BOCs, and that's what I'm here to provide for you. So let me make sure I get everything. All right. In, in my last video, I accused the board of a conspiracy. Sounded kind of nuts, but as uh, things have moved along, it doesn't really look nuts anymore. Anyway. Let me pull up this deal, do the screen share thing. Here we go. Now we're looking at the complete memo from Bruce One. Now this is, as Bruce pointed out in an email to Mike Shadilov, uh, a guy running for president, or says he's running for president. This document's privileged. It's communication between the board and USPSA's lawyer. Now why USPSA's lawyer needs to look at this, your guess is as good as mine, um, but pretty sure that this is not just Bruce One's thoughts. I'm sure that other people are agreeing with what's going on here. Anyway, uh, he starts this off. I've been thinking a lot about the future of the org, perhaps mildly alcohol lubricated. It is Friday night after all, and it's been an interesting week. I think this was written, by the way, the week that they punted Foley. And I think we're at an inflection point in USPSA's history that might represent a once-in-a-generation opportunity to put us on a more solid operational foundation. This will be long, sorry, but bear with me. I welcome your feedback. Okay, he goes down through this. I'm not gonna read the whole thing, but you can see it here on the screen. He's gonna send a watered down version of this to the area one section coordinators and RMs. What watered down means, your guess is as good as mine. But at present, he lays out the uh, duties of the what the president is, business responsibilities, corporate officer, chairman of the board, you have vote on board decisions, and so on. Um, We've always had an elected president. Now he goes through here. I don't know why this section here is highlighted that mentions Phil Strader. Maybe it's something he's planning to redact. I'm not really sure. Maybe that would go to the watered down version. But anyway, uh, he lays out his thoughts about presidents and uh, he doesn't like Phil. In, in the recent past, we had Strader, who's a nice guy, got elected on name recognition, but really had no ability or desire to do the job. I don't think we can risk having another Strader or worse as our elected CEO. So, um, this is interesting because shitting on Phil's, I don't know, I don't know if I'd really do that. In retrospect, I think people kind of appreciated Phil. He was pretty stable. He didn't really do much, but he didn't do crazy shit either. I, I don't know. Like, That's interesting, uh, the critique of Phil there. But right now, as Bruce points out, the elected president has keys to the entire organization, which when it works, it works well. But when it doesn't work, it represents a big risk to our future. So... Really, the problem here is Bruce is worried that a president he doesn't approve of is going to get uh, put into office. I mean, here he's going to go into shitting on uh, me and shitting on Hopkins, um, this whole deal here. And I think what I have to say about this, it, like, uh, he goes through some podcasts, some stuff we've said, the Matt Hopkins, Hopkins declares war on the USPSA establishment video, which was a fun one. That was a doozy. Um... Anyway, he's going to talk about us like we're fucking crazy. Like, uh, focusing the priorities of the org to suit people like him. Like, I don't know what that means. I think the org should kind of work for everyone. 
changing Dan ROI to an elected position. Yeah, without requiring that he, she be an RMI. Well, the problem, like, okay, my, my read on this is our current system, you cannot possibly get someone who's not a Troy. It's going to be an RMI, and they're basically going to get another Troy. If you want to change things, like if you want to actually change the direction of the Range Masters, the only way to do it I, that I see would be people elect someone to, to take that head job. So it's, it's kind of like either the, either the BOC committee gets to pick or we have kind of a, like an open race. And, and I know which one I'd go for out of those two options. But, but anyway, none of this stuff is really crazy that we're talking about. It's misrepresented in, in many respects, but we're, we're, not, we're not doing anything evil. We said we're going to beat you in elections, I should you know, point out. We're going to beat you in elections, and we think differently than you. And if you actually look at what's going on, like uh, on the board, let me switch back and see my face here. On the board right now, Matt's, I think, voted against the board once or maybe twice. Like one of the things was the popper cow fix. So they come, hey, we're going to fix popper calibration. Okay, how are we going to fix it? Oh, we're going to just calibrate it twice, basically. And Matt's like, no, I can't vote for this because this will make us look stupid. And the rest of the board voted for it. Who do you think is crazy? Who, who, like, represents your views and your way of thinking? Uh, I mean, these guys think that I'm some elitist asshole. Like, what did I do when I ran my section match this year? What did I do that was crazy? We had a little bit different stages. I paid the ROs $100 a day per diem. And I said no to some uh, BOCROs that, you know, they just make problems anyway. These, But guys that, you know, if I go by... The way the establishment thinks these would be top tier ROs to have, but it's the type are like it's like I don't want those guys here. I don't know. That's what I did. Was that crazy? Um, you know, I guess you can judge for yourself. I don't think it's all that crazy. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. All right, this is where Bruce cuts to the quick. I think it's time to go to a hired CEO. My thoughts are consistent with what we've discussed over the past eighteen months or so. Hire someone with experience running a business. Okay, fair enough. He should be an employee of the org reporting to the board without a vote. Reporting to the board without a vote. Okay, so they have no power on the board, but they also report to the board. Who on the board? Who fucking knows? Bruce just wants to make sure that the board's in charge. Responsible for day-to-day -day business activities. Manage some of the... Okay. And they need to add a ninth tie-breaking area director. The reason that they have to add a ninth area director, if they do what Bruce is talking about here, is because uh, the president is the tie-breaking vote now. Uh, like, that's the ninth vote. So that's what keeps you from tying it up. Uh, okay. So, boring shit. Bruce goes down here through what the uh, people's duties would be. But the bottom line here is he's moving job duties away from something from someone that you can sack by voting, right? So right now, if you, if in theory anyway, if you don't like the job the president's doing, you can fire him when you vote. Okay, so he's that's what they're changing. They're going to move it to where the board controls what's going on, not the voters. If any of this sounds like a good direction, we have some work to do, and the next several months present an ideal opportunity to do it in a way that minimizes upheaval. To make it happen. Okay, so that's interesting. Upheaval. Like, these guys know this is not going to be popular. It's just a matter of how many people know about it and how, how many people they're able to successfully bullshit, honestly. They know this stuff is not going to be popular. 
we need to reach a uh, consensus on strategy, role definitions, etc. Yep. And I think they did. They didn't send this to their lawyer for no reason. I think they reached a consensus, and I think we all know what it is. We need to communicate to the members what we're doing and why. This is, I loved this part. Solicit feedback and input, but not a referendum. So if you happen to attend or watch the USPSA in-person board meeting, you would notice that, uh, well, <laughs> they, it's like, we will, like, you can ask any question you want. Like, we're not necessarily really going to answer it. And nothing you say matters. <laughs> this is not a referendum. Like, we, like we, by solicit feedback and input, that means you can kind of write us an email and you can complain, but you're not going to change our minds. This ain't a referendum, buddy. We have members, not shareholders. This is actually true. They have members, not shareholders. Why they treat us like shareholders and think we give a fuck how much money they're making, I don't know. But that's how they do. Understand to be able to address member pushback. You're taking away our vote. So again, old Bruce won here. He's not stupid. He understands what's happening. He's taking away our vote, and we're going to call him on it. But he's got a plan. Might be worth hiring Chris Taylor, a PR firm, to handle messaging. That's great. That's great. Take the member, take the member dues and use them on a PR firm to bullshit the members about what you're doing. I fucking love it. <laughs> we need to start an executive search to find qualified candidates and post so they're going to pick the guy you're not picking the guy fuck you if, if you think you're picking the guy who holds this power we have a bunch of work to do on bylaws as they've been busy doing it busy doing a lot of work on the bylaws and based on the most recent meeting minutes it looks like they're going to make it a super majority if you want to change these rules away from whatever they change them to this time. So they're going to change the rules and then require a supermajority board vote to change the rules back. <laughs> That's what it looks like based on the minutes. Anyway, they've got a plan. Okay, and here we go. We'll be groovy if we're able to do this before Hopkins is in the tent. He's, he's uh, talking about at this time, it was inevitable that Hopkins was going to be on the board. He'd won his election for Area 3 to, to start in 2022. But Sherwin is the, was the current Area 3 director. He assumes the presidency when Foley got punted, which means um, they've got an opening in Area 3, and you can't really realistically put anybody in that position who didn't win the election that they just had. So it was going to be Hopkins, and it was going to be soon. So some downsides on this. ADs have work to do, blah, blah, blah. Have to sort out how to manage their relationship with IPSC. They don't really care about this anyway. It's not a big issue for them. I think the future of USPSA is worth it, and right now is a really good time to do it. This is, it's sad. Like, to them, the org, like USPSA, like the few employees they have in this little place in Washington or whatever, that is the org. It's like... I don't really see it that way. I mean, <laughs> the organization's all the people every month, like, putting on their club matches and having matches. That's the organization. Like, the shit that these guys do is not really, have, doesn't have anything to do with what, you know, members do on a day-to-day -day basis. Here we go. Frankly, I don't think most of our members will care. Most just want to shoot a fun, safe club match. Okay. Uh, Bruce One is correct about this. Most members are not inclined to care about this. Never have. Never will. Most of the ones who do care will probably be in favor of stronger and more consistent leadership. Not sure what that means. Stronger leadership, I think, means for Bruce batting down the uh, political challenge they're getting. Like they're right now, they're being challenged for power politically, 
Like, hey, we're going to beat you in elections, and they're reacting. And the Howler Monkeys, F them. So what is a Howler Monkey? Well, not all USPSA members are Howler Monkeys, I should, I should say. They're not. A lot of guys reading this have misinterpreted that think these guys hate everybody. They don't. Howler Monkeys are people who speak up and complain or have questions or don't like something that's happening. That's a Howler Monkey. If you agree with what's going on, you're good. If you have questions and you vocalize that stuff, then you become a howler monkey. And by definition, fuck you. I mean, seriously, like, they don't care. All right. If they really want a sport that caters to their own selfish interests, <laughs> let them go build their own. This is glorious projection here. Here's guys who are going to take power and reserve it for themselves to make sure that, uh, you know, their strategic uh, ideas get implemented. And uh, they're going to lie about all of it to you. Like, they've. this is a literal conspiracy. They've literally conspired behind closed doors to do this. To, to cock block Hopkins from being president by name. <laughs> and it's like... And they're accusing us of being selfish. It's like the most crazy, demented shit I've ever seen. When you see Hopkins' platform, you're going to love it. He's running on Insano stuff like uh, doing equipment rule changes by referendum. Oh, my God. It's going to be hilarious watch, watching them try to be like, Oh, they don't care about C-class shooters. It's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, you fucking idiot. That's what's going on. We don't care about the C-class shooters. No, we want everyone to have a voice. Anyway, great document. Let's see what the board had to say about it. Here's Sherwin, USPSA president, responding to a question from a member. Thanks for sharing your concerns. The board does understand, like, we understand those concerns. Yeah, we're not going to do anything about them. We understand them. Well, I do not believe anyone on the board disrespects the membership. Yeah, of course you fucking <laughs> Okay, the notes you read were meant to create discussion. Why did you send them to your lawyer? Why? as everyone is searching for the correct path forward. The reference you mentioned to in the tent refers to conflict of interest issues with board members that, no, it doesn't. That's lies. Bye-bye, eh. Sherwin. Lie. Layton, responding to this memo, says, there's nothing sinister in this timeline, no elaborate agenda or plan, just what we believe is best for the org. Lie. Of course, there's an agenda. They laid it out. They sent it to their lawyer. Bruce, responding to this, the claim is made in this video that the USPSA cabal is busy freaking out now that Matt Hopkins is on the board. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it's uncomfortable for everyone. <laughs> like he's, I don't know what, a freedom fighter. He is. Yes. Riding in to save the soul of USPSA. That's exactly what's happening. It's awesome. Go get him, Matt. Seriously, Matt's going to take power away from these tools and give it back to the members. That's what this is about. It's going to be awesome. Uh, provided he pulls it off. If not, it's going to be lots of lots of laughs the whole time. Anyway, nothing for here's what I love. I love this. The board is considering doing the doing with the bylaws and specifically with the job functions. Like this has nothing to do with Matt Hopkins. Like you have to let me let me tell you. Like, just just to make sure you get it clear. This is Bruce One. This is the same dude that wrote that long memo that I just read, explicitly naming Matt Hopkins and me. Painting us as radicals. Oh, we're going to do all these changes because of threats like this. Explicitly by name. And he knows that that memo exists. 
Like somebody teases out a piece of it and then this is his answer. Like this dude is pathological. He's fucking nuts if he thinks this is going to fly on the internet. Like what? You cannot do this. <laughs> right. It's nothing to do with Matt Hopkins. Okay, well that's total bullshit, dude. You fucking liar. The discussion started at least two years ago. We will recognize the biggest risk of the org. And this is where it gets awesome. In truth, the conversation started even further back than that in 2014, before Foley, if you were paying attention. I love how he throws in, uh, if you were paying attention, like you're some kind of a dummy. So just to be clear, what he's saying here is that in 2014, they started talking about having a weak presidency and a strong uh, like executive put in by the board. That's what he's saying they started talking about in 2014. The funny thing is they were on that system in 2014. <laughs> Strong executive in place by the board, relatively weak president. The president didn't get to do that much. They changed it in 2016 around the time Foley came in so we had a strong president. Why? Because they liked the president. It's not really that complicated. Now they know they're not going to like the president. So now we need to change back. Watching Bruce lie about this now is so funny. Look at this. In 2014, like he's saying this on the internet. Like you can't just go check this or something. Like what is, it's nonsense what he's saying. Oh, man. So anyway, that's what's been going on. It has been absolutely hilarious. It's been so fun. Um, but... Aside from these guys painting us as crazy, a lot of people are making a mistake. Here, I'll pull it up. This guy's making a mistake. Having the benefit of long perspective for my 48 years in the sport, I think the last thing USPSA needs is more disruption from Ben Steger. So what he's saying there is uh, essentially because the like, personality issues, like he's seeing the personalities in play. And this is a big mistake. This is the, that functions like blinders. Like you can't see what's really happening if you just focus on the personalities. So let's say that there's somebody who you wanted to be USPSA president, whoever that is. I mean, not Matt, anyone. And then the board just decides, like, nah, fuck you. Like, you can't, you don't get to pick who that is, like, because uh, we don't necessarily agree with your choice. So, you know, we're going to change things. If you take the personalities out of it, it's very, very revealing about what's happening. And for people sitting on the sidelines watching this whole fuck fest, um, Again, if you take the personality issues out of it, you can see very clearly what's going on. Aside from calling us crazy or acting like we're radicals uh, or attacking us personally, like these guys don't really have any answer for what we're saying, and, and that's very obvious. Anyway, that's the update. I think the next, uh, next podcast is going to be a cracker. At least I hope so.